Hi, in this episode of Ivy Matters, we talk to six students and their cast coordinator from Exeter College in Devon County, England. As the third in a series of interviews with IB students around the world, first in the U.S., here in Minnesota, and then in India and now the U.K., listeners will hear the similarities and the differences in how IB schools introduce CAS and then support students in this core aspect of the IB diploma program. For me, this episode confirms the value of this unique piece of the puzzle in developing students prepared for the world and readying them to be productive, caring, and contributing members of their individual communities. Welcome to IB Matters, a podcast for those who currently teach, lead, attend, or are interested in international baccalaureate IB schools. Well, hi, folks. Uh, Welcome back to IB Matters. Uh, We are continuing our series with students around the world and their CAS projects, creativity, activity, and service. And um, as it happened last time, uh, where after I had some Minnesota students come on, uh, I heard from a friend in India, and we recorded students there. And now we've been uh, we've been uh, we're visiting Exeter in the UK, and they're going to be sharing their stories. And their teacher uh, Santina Michalitzi are here with six. I'm here with six students, and we are going to be talking to them about their experiences. Uh, and so we'll just jump right into it. And I have six students lined up. We're going to start with Ollie Evans is going to start us out. And Ollie, if you wouldn't mind uh, kind of taking front and center there. And let's talk a little bit about CAS and your experience. Um, why don't you introduce yourself? Maybe tell us what classes you're taking as a DP2 student. Um, yeah, so as you said, my name is Ollie Evans. Uh, I'm in my final year at Exeter College, so that's DP2. Um, I'm taking history, global politics, and maths at higher level and English, French, biology at standard level. All right. Oh, good. So, yeah, that's and, and students around the world will will understand. Will probably share that. I'm sure that's the almost the identical lineup for a number of students around the world listening to this. And so, uh, tell us a little bit. Of, why, don't, why don't you give us just a little background about your school because it's called Exeter College, and I think around the world the word college means different things. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your school? Yeah. So. Um, In the United Kingdom, generally a college uh, takes students from around 16 to 18 or 19, and you do two or three years here doing A-levels or the IB or a similar course, and then you go off to university generally after that. Right. Okay. And does your school offer both the A-levels and the IB? Uh, Yes, it does. And so in your going through uh, school there, did you start out as an A-levels person, or did you come in specifically to do the diploma program? Yeah, I came straight to do the IB. I haven't done any any A levels, just the IB. So, um, so we're here to kind of talk about CAS, and why don't you just give us a, a little primer on what CAS is? Uh, you know, as you understand it as a student. So, CAS stands for Creativity, Activity, and Service, and it's a scheme which IB students take part in to ensure they've got a breadth of, uh, of experience other than academic. So the creativity part could be to do with music, art, writing. So anything which really allows yourself, allows you to express yourself creatively. Uh, the activity is generally some kind of sport or exercise. And the service could be volunteering, taking part in charitable, charitable events or something along those lines. Yeah. And on top of these, you're expected to do a, a CAS project, which is... Uh, it's a project that could be a, an expedition of some sort. It has to involve uh, a certain amount of time for training, 
before an event. And it has to be a group project as well. So it has to be a collaborative idea. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, so the project's kind of a bigger deal. You have to prep for it and oftentimes collaborate with either other students in your program or even sometimes people outside the program and in the in the area. Um, yeah. So tell us what are you know you talked about the creativity activity service. Do you want to pick out one or two of those areas and talk about what you've been doing for that? Yeah. So for my uh, my activity, I've been playing football. I've played football for most of my life. Um, I'm playing in an adult team at the moment, so okay. I do that. I train once a week, and we have weekly games generally. Okay. Uh, what, pos- what position do you play? Uh, I'm a winger. Okay. <laughs> so you got to run a lot. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Up and down the pitch. Uh, cool. That's that's really interesting. Um, and then, how about the creativity thing? Obviously, you're creative as a as a footballer, but what are the creative things in the in the context of IB? Uh, so I'm quite into my music. So okay. I I play um, the piano. I've been teaching myself the guitar as well. Um, so I've been sort of doing that over the last year and a half. Um, keep that ticking along as my as my creative. And I've also written uh, an article for the College Magazine. Okay. And about six months ago, I guess, um, that kind of sums up my, my creativity section. Okay. So now in terms of the cast, you know, and just as a whole, um, now that you're, you know, you're close to wrapping that up, I would assume you kind of, most people have to wrap up their cast hours sometime mid-year this year. So what kind of uh, reflections or what kind of things do you feel like it's done for you? Because it, it sometimes gets uh, looked upon by students as a, an extra thing they need to do. They're so focused on getting the academics done that the cast seems like a a uh, kind of a sideshow. But um, what what has it? Uh, how has it affected you being uh, you know held to that account? I think it's a it's a really nice way of splitting the academic work because we have we obviously have so much with six subjects. It's nice to take a bit of time to do something that you really enjoy that's not academic. Yeah, I think it gives quite a good gateway into into doing something else. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the intention, the idea that we want to show the students that you, we're not we only we care about you in ways other than just whether you can score on the exams in May. So, what was your project? We actually um, there was a group of us uh, in the IB who took part in a charity football five side event uh, okay. last year, so it's to raise money for uh, motor neuron disease. And that it was that a pretty successful operation? Yeah, it was. I mean, not particularly for the team. We uh, <laughs> we didn't we didn't do amazing. That's didn't okay. do amazingly well. But yeah. um, we it raised a lot of money. So uh, yeah. yeah, it was a really nice it was a nice thing to do. It was a nice event. Winning and losing that comes and goes. But if you can have an effect uh, for motor neur- motor neuron disease, that that's great. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to share? We've got uh, a, a lot of students. Thank you, Ollie, for for weighing in. Anything else you want to share about? Um, your experiences with CAS? Yeah, so I think one of the things that it's jumped out to me about it is the importance of effort over, maybe effort over achievement. Mm-hmm. Because if you really try your best and put everything that you have into an activity or, well, creativity or service, then you really get a lot out of it, whether or not it's better than someone else's, what someone else has done. It doesn't, that doesn't matter. It's about whether you've really tried and whether you've, got something out of it. And I find that that's very fulfilling, I think. That's good. Thank you for that. Yeah. I think that one of the key things I think about CAS is there's this reflection uh, that is uh, required. And as you reflect on what it did for you, this is what you just said. Sounds like an excellent reflection on, on that time. So uh, thanks again. Next up is Amy. 
And so, Amy, if you want to introduce yourself and maybe tell everyone, uh, I only have your first name here, so maybe tell everyone your name and then uh, your what you're taking in, in school. Yeah, uh, my name is Amy Dunbavin, and I do a very similar set of subjects to Ollie. Um, so my higher-level subjects are English, um, history, and global politics, and then my standard levels are biology, maths, and German. Yeah, I'm, I'm also at to College in second year, so kind of struggling under all of the workload at the minute, but um, yeah. <laughs> happy to be able to talk about the one of my favorite parts of the IV, really, which is doing chasm. That's good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for folks that are, or in fact, if you're not familiar with the uh, the diploma program requirements, this is the time of year in their in their year two that gets really busy. You, I don't know if you've finished your extended essay. Have you Have you finished those yet? Still working. Uh, just about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's hanging over the head right now, and then you've got all the, you know, you're getting into the holiday season uh, and uh, looking at probably some some uh, internal assessments and things that start adding up and. <laughs> Not so much, Santina. I see you waving. Yeah, to the to the VP one. Don't listen to these. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you didn't catch that, Santina, the teacher was saying that uh, you know there's DP ones in the room, and we don't want to we don't want to scare them off. But uh, it's definitely about management, and that's you know that's why CAS kind of comes to the fore in, in many ways because it really does help. It's sometimes a bit of a pressure valve, a pressure reliever, and uh, as you do different things. So, so Amy, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what you've been doing in CAS and uh, what you've liked about it? Yeah, so I'd say that definitely when I was coming into the IB, I was a very active person anyway. I do a lot of different sports. Um, I play well, I've, I've always played netball, um, but I've just restarted playing volleyball and I also swim quite a bit. Um, so that was kind of my main thing. And I was really thinking, oh, this this would be so easy because I already do loads of sports anyway. Um, but I definitely say more of a, a challenging thing or something that I had to be a bit more, well, excuse the pun, but I had to be a bit more creative when I was thinking about what I was going to do for my creativity because yeah. that's something that I haven't really... Uh, done as much or prioritized as much but I found that cooking and especially cooking for my family and for different events and things was something that I did and that I obviously had to do as part of my routine anyway and I've done a lot of creative writing which I think has been very useful for reflecting on what I've been doing in college but also just on everyday experiences and for my service I've been very lucky to have a, um, a role as a volunteer lifeguard and now a paid lifeguard um, with the RNLI, which is kind of the, the main lifeguard service in the UK here. Um, so it's been really cool being able to be on the beach in the beach environment and um, volunteering for them, which is something I've really enjoyed. Sure. So you're outdoor. So you're doing your lifeguarding outdoors at a beach. You're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So at a few different beaches in North Devon. Okay. Very nice. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's really interesting. So you end up with, well, let me go back to the creativity thing. I, I can relate to what you're saying. Cause sometimes I, you know, I've, I've since in my uh, experiences, I've really focused much more on creativity, but when I was your age, it was, it was all science and math. And I just, you know, kind of didn't think about those things. And it wasn't until I got to college and they forced me, you know, in our case university uh, and forced me to take uh, courses in the arts. And it was like, Oh, okay. I really like this stuff. And so uh, I, that's to me. That's one aspect of cast. That's an important thing, and oftentimes it's a 
it's a it's a case where you know most students have something they really like to do already, but other things they don't participate in. So the 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 acronym of CAS, the three letters each respond or each refer to a an aspect of of uh, you know your learning that would be helpful to spread out. So that's cool. Um, so what did you do for a project, Amy? So I was. Um, I met a couple of friends on the IB fairly early um, and one of them is really interested in drama and kind of music and arts projects and uh, like I said it wasn't really something that I had engaged with much before but she, her mum was involved with this project at Exeter Cathedral um, and they had a big showcase of, a, of a, um, uh, an art, uh, like a, an earth kind of 3D thing that was suspended and they, they wanted to create a theatre piece that was based on um, how we could work as, together as a community to show the importance of the climate and of the earth in kind of, um, yeah, it through art, but also music and drama. So I got involved and we, uh, together with a few other people from different backgrounds, really, we, were, we wrote a kind of script or a sort of, uh, layout for this theatre project, and we did that and rehearsed it over a few different weekends. Yeah, I mean, it's that there again, another example of kind of spreading out and going uh, to, into things that you maybe weren't involved with before. All right, so anything else you want to share about your experiences, and maybe maybe talk a little bit about uh, how it's affected you or changed you or made you get a new perspective? Yeah, I think it was such a good way. It it almost made you get out in the community, but also within the IB community, finding your classmates and and doing things that help get to know each other more um but also it's it's so nice to be able to look at something say like I did with uh, my CAS project look at climate change and sustainability as something I'm really interested in but being able to take it and look at it from different perspectives and and I think CAS allows you to do that because you can do some amazing activities that really take advantage of your of where you are and, and your environment, but you can also do things like advocacy work or or help other people through the service and creatively show this. So it's, yeah, being able to see and work and um, engage with things that you're interested in, but from different perspectives or different different ways of viewing it, maybe. All right. Well, thanks, Amy. I appreciate your time there. It sounds really interesting. Um, I think next up we have Kaylin. Hi, Kaylin. All right. So, Kaylin, uh, why don't you introduce ourself, yourself and kind of do similarly uh, talk a little bit about your courses and, and we'll get going. Okay, brilliant. Um, so, uh, hi, I'm Kaylin Berry. My high level subjects are English, global politics and biology, and my standard levels are French, history, and maths. There we go. Yes, I'm in second year um, of IB now. Tell us about your experiences. What are the, some of the things in the Creativity Action Service acronym that you've been doing? Um, so uh, the creativity and the activity were two strands of uh, cast that I was pretty comfortable with. Um, so I play a musical instrument already. Um, I'm trying to build my skills in the kitchen um, for creativity. And then for activity, I do um, quite a bit of netball and running as well. So... Um, CAS was a great chance to build on these and, and kind of make an excuse to have the time to do them. But yeah. the service really where I feel like I've developed as a result of doing CAS. Um, so I have done, done volunteering within the local community, um, peer mentoring at the college, um, 
and my CAS project was actually um, a really big part of my of the service strand as well. Okay. So, and what was that CAS project? Um, so the CAS project, uh, we, uh, well, me and five um, other IB students um, incorporated all three strands of, of CAS, actually. Um, so it was walking a, um, an expedition uh, walk. It was called the Templar Way Walk. It goes from Haytor to Timnath. So it was 18 miles. Uh, admittedly, we did get lost, so it was 21. Um, <laughs> that happens. Uh, Yes, um, and it was to raise money for Children's Hospice Southwest, um, which supports um, vulnerable children um, in, in our local community. Um, and actually, we, we did really well with spreading awareness about, about our project. So we raised a thousand pounds. So yeah, it was a great experience, and CAS was a great chance to, to be able to do it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a, you know, what a, uh terrific thing to support uh, children's hospice and it's um we in fact had a, a visit from a student in uh, minnesota to our meetings last spring who worked in a children's hospice and it's just it was like there wasn't a dry ice dry eye in the house after she got to talking about the work that they do that's really really something um maybe i, I haven't asked either of the other students this before but what, what when you're done with uh with your activities how do you record them how do you uh, register that you have participated in things. Um, yes, yeah, so we have a um, I guess like an app uh, platform. Um, we uh, called Manage Back, where oh, sure. we um, we yeah. record everything on there. Yeah. So you can just open up um, a new section, um, which and you title it um, by the by the name of your experience, and then select which strands of um, CAS it applies to. Um, and then you can upload uh, reflections. If it's something you, uh, you're doing for a long time, then you'll probably have multiple reflections on it. Um, and then evidence that you have completed the experience as well. Um, and then at the end, um, your supervisor, maybe, <laughs> maybe your uh, CAS supervisor or um, like a coach of a sports team um, will fill in a section about, uh, to, to kind of, to say what you um, what you did and just to verify that you did it. That is a piece of it that is kind of required and, and uh, it varies. Uh, I, we used Manage Back in our school when I was still doing the coordinating and, and uh, it is a nice platform to use to collect all that and, the, and your supervisor can and cast coordinator can go find those things and quickly identify what you've been doing. Um, good. Um, do you have any uh, anything else that you want to share about your experience with it, how it's uh, affected you or things that you felt uh, uh, made a difference for you? Um, I think one thing is that with the service activities that I've been doing, I'm definitely going to try and do more of them in the future. So it's been a great uh, learning opportunity um, about the benefits of engaging in the wider community um, and volunteering, and um, it's definitely something I'm going to try and make time for after the IB. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the mission of the of this part of the of the program is to help you identify things that you you enjoy doing. I think it's if you get good feedback or if you feel good about what you did, it's the kind of thing that you want to do more of. And I think that's just human nature. But I'm glad that you've had that that experience. That's that's great. Um, thanks again, Kaylin. So now let's move on to our second Ollie and. Um, uh, by the way, for, for listeners, all three of the young men are named Oliver. So we are uh, talking to Ollie number two, who is, is it Ollie Sweeney? Hi. Go ahead and introduce yourself. 
Okay, so um, obviously I'm the, I'm the middle Ollie, I'm Ollie Sweeney, and I'm in the second year of the, the diploma programme. For my higher level subjects, I study global politics, geography, and Spanish as a language B. And then for my standard levels, it's English, maths, and environmental systems and societies. Oh, cool. Okay, the ESS, I like, I like that course. Um, all right, and then uh, where are you heading? Uh, I'm looking at your uh, notes here. Where are you heading to uh, university, do you think? Yes, um, so I really want to go to Oxford University. I think that's quite a popular university. Um, yeah. Best in the world, hopefully, and study geography as well. I really enjoy geography on the IB and would quite like to continue studying that. Um, talk about your experiences in CAS. What are some of the things that you've been doing? Yeah, so um, I've definitely found the activity and service a lot more easier than I have the creativity. So I've quite a big interest in the environment, climate change and environmental issues. So I got in touch with quite a lot of people in my local community and was able to help out um, with like replanting certain areas, um, managing parks and things. And I also was privileged enough to speak at an event for my local community as well about how young people were impacted by climate change and maybe what the local community community could do for that as well. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of service, I think the IB has forced me to take up running. So okay. I've actually just I really enjoy running. Oh, good. And You're I, welcome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, IB. <laughs> um, I participated in quite a lot of races as well, and I've really enjoyed doing that. It's taught me a lot about commitment as well, which has been a transferable skill to my other subjects on the IB. Yeah. Yeah. And well, think, and if you like the environment, running is a good excuse to go out in it, you know, so. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. <laughs> and then for the creativity side, I'm a bit like Amy. I didn't really know what to do. I'm not a very creative person as such, but um, I really, I, I love cooking. So I cook a lot for my family, for my friends. Um, I'm, I'm also a waiter outside of college as well. So always around food and I just love recreating it as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. That's been a theme in all three areas that I've uh, interviewed students about casts. Cooking has kind of been a theme. A lot of students uh, go to cooking for uh, their creative experiences uh, and sometimes even for service, of course. Um, so tell me a little bit about the environment where you are. What kind of, uh, you know, your county, what is the, like, landscape? Is it is it pastoral? Is it forested? Is it, you know, a beach community? What What is it like? There's quite a lot of um, so very farming communities in Devon. We're a very rural area, so there's a lot of um, big farms, mainly like seed oils and things and wheat. Um, so it's very a lot of green space and forests as well. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's also beaches. So um, we've got in the south of Devon, there's the English Channel, which we share with France. And then in the north, it's the kind of the Atlantic Ocean. So there's mm-hmm. kind of... We're also close to the English Riviera. Also, yeah, the English Riviera as well. Um, oh, yeah. So there's beaches as well. So a lot of tourists come down, and um, when when it's warm in England, which is very rare, a few a few days in the summer <laughs> that we have nice weather, apart when it's yeah. not raining. Yeah, we we are also close to the uh, national park. Yeah, we've got got quite a lot of national parks as well, which are beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. Have you seen Have you seen some effects of climate change in your area because you're interested in it? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, um, we have quite a famous stretch of railway line which runs along the coastline and climate change has meant that 
um, sea level rise has eroded the railway line and that's caused massive social problems in Devon. Wow. A lot of students that come to Exeter College have been affected by that, by railway delays and yeah, a lot of problems with that. For me as well, getting into college every day, I use the train, so it's... So when you, you know, and the reason I asked that question is because your interest in, you know, climate change and the, and the environment and so on, you're, you know, sometimes that comes about from personal experience that you can see things happening in your community and you want to do something about it. Um, is that kind of how it worked for you or did you just kind of have a natural interest in those things? I think, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a bit of both for me, like being personally impacted by it and also um, kind of seeing what I could do as well for my local community being generally interested in also a global outlook. I think it quite helps studying the IB that you get to look at different places globally and know that if you do make an impact in, even if it's just a small one in your local community, it could have quite, if everyone did it, it could have quite a phenomenal large scale impact. Yeah. Um, so did your, did your personal, or sorry, did your CAS project end up uh, related to that or what was your CAS project connected to? Um, yeah, definitely. So I, tried to link my CAS project to the environment, but I was privileged enough to um, help out on a research scheme with some of the other people at college and on the IB as well, with the UK's kind of national weather broadcasting service. So it's called oh. the Met Office in England. And it's um, it's great. It's actually based, headquartered in Exeter. Oh, so wow. um, they do a lot of outreach with our college. And I was able to partake in a research program with them. Um, looking into how social media is used by young people to kind of access weather forecasts and things. And that's really interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I, I love that. And so I used to teach meteorology and, um, and so I, I'm very interested in anything to do with the weather. And uh, um, so what, what did you find or have you already completed your study of that? Yeah, so we, um, had the, we went actually there a couple of weeks ago and gave a presentation to some of the leaders at the Met Office, um, kind of the CEO and directors. Um, and we found that kind of young people used social media to access information on a daily basis a lot more than they used maybe the weather apps or um, more traditional ways such as watching the news or listening to the radio and definitely the ways in which social media presented that information to young people as well and the change a lot significantly it's very interesting that is interesting I, I wouldn't have thought are you saying that you know so my naivete will show through here but you're saying that people rather than check the weather app they say is it raining where you are or what are they doing yeah yeah kind of that but also um there's also things which you can see where your friends what the weather is like where they are or maybe using maps so there's on snapchat in the i think it's sure. quite popular social media um, you could see the weather in certain locations if you zoom in on Snapchat, for example. Sure. Yeah, it's it. Uh, I'm always amazed. Almost every time I watch uh, European football, uh, you, uh, English Premier League football on television, it seems like it's always raining. <laughs> it is. It's always raining. Never, never stops raining. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think it's raining, and then all of a sudden they'll show a different angle, and I go, "Wait, it's raining again." <laughs> so. That's crazy. You guys, you do have interesting weather. So here I am in Minnesota and I've been cross country skiing this week. So that's kind of tells you the difference right now. Wow. We're, we're experiencing a heat wave. It's about four degrees Celsius here right now. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, our normal, our normal high this time of year is around zero, but, um, but I'm, a, I, I enjoy, I enjoy studying and knowing about the weather because of my outside outdoor interests. 
Um, so anything else you want to share with folks, Ali? I think I obviously agree with what the others have said, but for me, um, CAS was really a time to kind of get away from academic stress and it's really helped me to just relax for a little bit. And it's almost an excuse to take time for yourself on the IB if you're forced to do it, which I feel like some people are, you know, we're so focused on our academic subjects and getting good grades that it's nice to just not think about them maybe for an hour or two. Yeah. To do something which you genuinely enjoy. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's a great thing that they add in or, or have you do. All right. Well, thanks again, Ali. Um, so what we're going to do here now that we've heard from the DP2 students is we're going to switch it out and talk a little to their teacher, Santina, uh, about kind of the nuts and bolts of the operation. And we've heard her voice a couple of times as she's chimed in. But uh, Santina, do you want to introduce yourself and maybe talk about your role at the school and then kind of talk about how you do CAS at, at Exeter? Yes, of course. Um, so first of all, thank you for having us. It's a real pleasure. And yeah. really nice to talk about what we are passionate about. Um, I I teach Italian at Exeter College uh, for the IB. Uh -huh. um, I also coordinate uh, CAS, obviously, and I I help coordinating the diploma and the Rich Academy, which is a oh how can I explain <laughs> academically gifted students. So we we work together, the IB and the Rich Academy. Yeah, so my role is quite um, uh, varied. So I have in, in, in different kind of things in college. And I have to say, though, that CAS is the best part of my, my position in college. Uh, I do enjoy um, um, guiding the students through their journey because um, I think that once the students um, know CAS and they understand what CAS is for, they will always carry on doing CAS for the yeah. rest of their lives. And it is, um, I think, one of the best way for the students to become ambassadors of the, the, the IB values, the, the, the core of the IB missions, yeah. um, such as you know, being internationally minded, uh, compassionate individuals, um, thinking globally, as has been mentioned, um, yeah. and ethically, but also obviously um, act, acting you know in the in the local communities yeah. which can have you know a, a huge impact um in, in our in our small small communities um i think uh, the values of the things that they are learning through cars can be applied to any other aspects of of the ib diploma but also um any other aspects of their their lives really and make a huge difference in the um, in the personal relationships as well uh, by becoming compassionate um, through obviously the service uh, right. strand as well. I try to act, act as a role model for them as well. So I try to to be creative myself um, uh, as a painter. I do I do a lot of painting, so I try to module that that um, habits and try to be obviously. Um, uh, active in the sense that I uh, I do I practice some sports and and also I am involved in our local communities but um, also engaged with projects outside the UK in countries in the vicinity such as France and Italy obviously my my own country as well mm -hmm. oh that's good yeah so when you are as a supervisor and it's great that your school has a dedicated supervisor the other day we had a meeting of Minnesota coordinators 
and so many of them double up uh, as cast coordinator as well as diploma coordinator. So I'm glad that you have a, a team there. Um, tell me a little bit about how you uh, induct students. We're going to talk to the DP1 students here in just a minute. But uh, as you bring in new students, uh, what's the induction process at Exeter for helping them understand uh, what uh, CAS expectations are and how they fit into the big program? So what I do, I, I held uh, workshops with them every half term, so every three months of the term. Um, yeah. I gather them together and then we go over uh, presentations uh, talking about obviously the cast strands and, and the learning outcomes that they have to meet and, and yeah. link them with the, the IB learner profiles characteristics as well so that they can have a, an overview about the work they will have to do but also to try to create a sense of community between them so that they can work together they can exchange good practice and and get going with, with new, new things and overcome, uh, you know, uh, fears and, and challenges to start and learning new skills as well. Right. So it's a way for, for me to make sure that they know what they have to do, but also to, to establish some bond between them. Um, sure. Our cohorts are not particularly big. So uh, the IB is, it's, if you like, uh, like a, as a small community, like a small family, and then we all help each other. Yeah. Through, through the challenges. Do you find that are the DP1 students and the DP2 students sometimes coordinated or working together on projects? Uh, I'm trying to create the opportunities there. Um, my role is very, very recent here in, in, in this college. I've been the CAS coordinator for the past two years now. So I'm working on establishing some sort of um, mentoring scheme for uh, DP1 and DP2 to work together and for the DP2 to become uh, more uh, mentors. To be fair, the idea of participating in this um, podcast is also because of that. And I wanted for the DP1 students to, to learn a bit, you know, from the experience that they, the, yeah. the DP2 students have, have just told us about. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for the DP2 students or DP1 students that I'm about to uh, interview in a little bit, um, if you listen to the other two episodes, the one from here in Minnesota and the one from uh, uh, India, um, the same thing. You're going to hear a lot of similar uh, ideas and how it changed them and, and how it was so useful to them. And in a couple of cases, students really didn't expect to get much out of it until they actually did it. And so it's one of the things I love. And, and when I was a coordinator, um, you know, it was it was almost an afterthought to do cast sometimes, and then in the end, for some students, it was their favorite part. Um, so, um, it is uh, I think it is really a valuable thing. Um, so, anything that you want to talk about, Santina, about the logistics or about kind of how you do things, or you just want to share with listeners from a, a teacher's side of or point of view about uh, the cast at your school? Yeah, uh, the, what I want I would like to stress here is actually that. Because in this part of the world, um, academics are quite important. So students are very focused in, in achieving, are very dedicated to their studies. So CAS represents for them um, a way to step, step back, step away from the academics, but also learning skills which are linked with their academics anyway. Right. So, um, if you if you if you like, it's, it's it's a fun way in which they can can learn new things 
um, added values, values to, to their academic knowledge. So for me, this is a mission for them to understand actually that from time to time, stepping away from our big responsibilities um, can have an, a, a massive positive uh, impact on all our aspects of, of our lives, really, uh, and, 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 a, and a, a very positive, very positive impact on our mental health as well, yeah. which is something obviously very important. And um, and being um, engaged in community projects can also be so nurturing. So these students will take that away through this experience and. Um, returning to our communities as a way of also looking after themselves and their, their mental health. I highly recommend CAS to everyone. I think everyone should have a CAS program to follow in their lives yeah. uh, because that really it really is something that changes us in a way. So my ultimate aim is for my students to take that away with them for the rest of their lives, really. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I think that that whole I think I, I alluded to it earlier, but um, when you find experiences where you are rewarded for participating, even though it might be service to someone else, um, you get such good feedback that oftentimes you're you feel like you're the person who's benefiting more than the one you're seemingly helping. So uh, I think that's an experience that students have to have directly. And I really credit the IB for creating a program that embeds this as a core piece. And even though sometimes the, the upfront uh, folks don't understand the value, um, by the time they're done with it, they do. And, and so I appreciate that, um, that uh, perspective that you gave us, Santina. Thank you. Um, should we talk? If, are they, if they haven't left the room already, are the DP1 still there? You're willing to? Yeah, okay, they see a couple arms waving. All right. So let's talk. It looks like we're going to talk to uh, Oliver number three. And uh, Oliver, uh, Oliver Cook. Okay, so Oliver, uh, you're a DP one. Why don't you talk a little bit about uh, what you're taking in school and uh, what your maybe your, your plans, and then we'll get to talk about CAS a little bit. Well, g'day everyone. Uh, I'm Oliver Cook, and I'm a Year Twelve student at Exeter College, and I take Higher Biology, Chemistry, and Maths, and Standard English, Spanish, and History. Okay. And it's going good so far. Still here. Well, that's, so that's that's good. <laughs> All right. And then uh, tell us about what your plans are uh, when you finish at Exeter. Uh, when I finish at Exeter College, uh, hopefully go on to university and where to go, I'm not sure, but the IB kind of gives me flexibility of where I want to go in future. If I want to go to Australia or go to England, okay. like go to like Oxford or Cambridge or something. So I think that IB helps give me that flexibility of it. That's, that's so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I see in your notes here that you're thinking of possibly going in in bio, biomedicine, biochemistry, something like that. Hopefully. So, okay. totally, yeah. So help develop medicines and, you know, the medical drug development area. So possibly pharmacology as well. Okay. So, All yeah. Right. Um, so tell me about, uh, you know, so you're a uh, year one student, so you are just kind of on the front end of this uh, experience with CAS. What are you kind of looking forward to doing or what have you been able to do already in your in your time? Uh, in my time, I've been able to record a few CAS experiences, which was good. So I take up football as well, you know, for my activity, which is pretty cool, I think. We call it soccer in Australia but okay. as well. So like... It was quite interesting saying it differently. For creativity, 
I've been able to join medical society and medical ethics, which I find was very interesting because I feel like going forward that would help me out in the actual biochemistry or biomedicine area. Absolutely. Because like, yeah, about the ethnicity of like experiments and everything I was thinking. Yeah. And we have some very interesting discussions most of the time, right? Yeah. It's quite interesting. And overall, college is an entire new thing to me, which is pretty cool. And I think the clubs it offered helped me to like interact with everyone a lot more at Exeter College and like kind of get to know more people and understand them a bit more, I think, which sure. is pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't want to presume anything when you started speaking, but uh, when you mentioned you're from Australia, are you there on your own or did your family move to Exeter? Or? Uh, my family moved to Exeter and so it was a big move two years ago. So, but it's going well at the moment. So that's, that's good. So yeah, well, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're uh, finding some connections. And I think that's one of the things we've heard is that the cast is partly intended to help you make those connections with other people and things that are going on. Um, have you uh, planned out a project yet? Is that something that you've started working or does that wait till year two? Judging from my, what I heard from year twos, it's uh, probably in February coming up, we will okay. start working on the CAS project. Yeah. And it sounds like it's quite interesting, you know, like <laughs> quite good. a variety that you, that you can choose like, or, you know, do your own kind of thing is the vibe I'm getting at the moment which is pretty cool. So what what do you think is going to be your biggest challenge in completing the CAS uh, requirements as you look ahead? The CAS requirements, probably going later on in the year, is to probably find the time to actually do the CAS experiences, if that makes sense. Sure. Because, like, I've heard some pre-warnings, you know, that some things start to heat up a bit, I hear, in, like, year two as well, especially. So, yeah. Uh, I think we'll yeah, things definitely things definitely heat up. That's no question. Yeah. Yeah. But even though it's still freezing cold in England, but yeah, it's still pretty good though. I feel like the actual challenge of CAS is to actually put yourself out there at the very beginning mm-hmm. and actually like finding the actual activity that you want to do, either creativity, activity, or service. You just have to kind of, you know, be able to lay the groundwork first and then it's kind of like it's more of an escape after you finally find the place that you want to get like to do. So yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Pretty cool. Yeah. That's good. So do you think, uh, is like your, what will be your, your, uh, I don't want to use the term. I'm going to use the term anyway, but your what's going to be the kind of the weakness or the, the area of most challenge to you in terms of like, is it going to be the creativity, the activity or the service? Sounds like the activity you have covered with, with football slash soccer, but how about yeah. the other ones? Uh, for creativity, I think I'm able to do it with like medical ethics and medical society. Okay. And for service, I'm kind of just taking it as it comes, you know, okay. I'll find there'll be like an event or something, which I can help out, like possibly helping out at language club. Sure. And so I'll be able to like, I've helped teach Japanese to a few students, which I thought was pretty cool. And but otherwise, service is probably just like, you know, I'll just, when an activity like or event is happening, I might help out, like college open evenings as well. I've been helping out at, so, okay. yeah. Yeah, things will sometimes, like you say, they'll, they'll unveil themselves to you and 
And um, I'm sure Santina will probably keep an eye on if there's something you uh, need a little extra with. She'll she'll help you find something. I'm sure that's part of her job, right? Yes. <laughs> Get emails all the time. <laughs> okay. So keep an eye on this guy. I think this might be the, the message, yeah. right, Santina? Yeah, I will. Good, I good. Oh, I, I should, to be fair, I should ask you, what position do you play in football? Uh, well, I am a defender, but I like to think of myself, I don't stay in one place majority of the time. So. There you go. And I, I, I was going to guess you might be a defender because uh, not only are you closest to the camera, but you don't, you look like you're not a, uh, it looks like you're an imposing figure on the, on the pitch. Ah, uh, yes, I am. I am actually, you know, people actually, they kind of give the ball to me and they run the other way normally, you know, <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm a, a, a smaller, more forward playing member when I played. And, and so uh, I would be running away from you or trying to go around you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, good. Well, thanks. Good talking to you. I appreciate that, uh, Oliver. Um, and then so our 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 final student and, and also a DP one student, Martha. Um, hello, and and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Martha. I t- I'm a DP one student, and I take maths, French, and history at higher, and biology, global politics, and English literature at standard. Okay. Well, good. And so, uh, you know, how did you find out about CAS and, and what uh, what have you kind of begun to do so far? I wasn't entirely sure what CAS was to begin with. Um, and then I got an email about a team building activity for CAS. And that, I think that was a really good opportunity for me to see what the um, activity part of CAS could be. So a group of us, we went um, canoeing and climbing right at the start of the term. And it was a good interactive thing. Sure. Um, all of us to meet and it was also at one of our um, extra college facilities as well um, and since then I've now learned what obviously CAS is and I've done a fundraiser and a couple of other um, creativity bits. Okay okay uh, what were, are there some things that are kind of natural for you that you would have done anyway or you think they're going to be easy for you to accomplish with CAS? Probably the activity bit because I tend to do a lot of walking anyway and also swimming, I'm getting back into that. I stopped it like five years ago, but now I'm getting back into it. And that's incorporated into my um, fundraising as well. Oh, okay. how are you doing that? Um, so I've been training to swim a mile for um, Alzheimer's Society. And so far I've managed to raise, I think, 120 pounds for it, which is okay. way beyond my target that I thought. Oh, that's great. Good. Are you going to do that in a pool or out in the uh, out of, at the beach? Oh, no, indoor pool for me. <laughs> just, just so many laps, huh? Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah, do you do any? I mean, I, I have a friend that does some long-distance swimming. We have a lot of lakes here in Minnesota, and so a lot of people will swim uh, back and forth across lakes for distance swimming. Do, do people swim in the ocean there, or are they mostly just um, hang um, out? I'm not, I'm not entirely sure, but I think there's a lot of indoor swimming. I know that there are loads of like swimming clubs and people tend to compete an awful lot with that. Um, I think it's just preference really. Okay. And then tell me about the, the things that are going to be more challenging. Uh, you mentioned the activity will be kind of natural for you. Which things might be more challenging as you look ahead to your cast uh, experiences and requirements? Um, probably the creativity section. I, I love like art and stuff like that, but for me, I tend to be more, I do more activity and I think I can link that with service a lot more. Um, and so it's probably just finding different things to try um, to link in with the creativity aspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then about the uh, service, what kind of service uh, things do you intend to do? Or you mentioned you're doing some fundraising already, so that was one of them. Um, anything else that you've got in mind for service? Um, not really at the moment. I'm more thinking along fundraising ideas because I think that's a really good way in spreading awareness for certain charities as well. Okay. Okay. Um, so at when you were first brought into this, you mentioned you had the uh, climbing activity, so on. Are there new people that you met? Were you new to the school, or at that point you've been in the school for a couple years already? Um, no. When we started Exeter College, it's brand new. I didn't know anybody who was going to be on the course, and it was in, I think, one of the first few weeks, and I've made some really, like, some really good friends out of it since, um, and it, I really enjoyed it. It was really fun. Yeah. That's interesting. When you, uh, in your courses that you're taking now, have you, do you sometimes see connections between the coursework and, and CAS activities you might do? Um, yeah, a couple of them. I think probably mostly um, global politics was linked to that and kind of just general awareness of um, like environmental issues that like we've done that at the moment. And I think that would be good to link with the service as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's one of the intentions in the IB is that um, activities from CAS or activities that you um, experience things in classrooms will find their way to the outside the classroom experiences. And CAS is one of those places, the action side of the IB. Um, yeah, so tell me a little bit about your kind of your reflections so far. What have you kind of shared in your reflections as you've recorded your activities? Um, as I've recorded them, I've um, seen how they've met like the certain objectives that are on there. So when we upload it, I'll say which objective, objectives I'm hoping to meet. Um, and then in the reflections, I'll say if I've met them, I'll say how it went and if I enjoyed it and kind of what yeah. went on with it. Yeah. Do you find it really time consuming to kind of keep up with the cast in, in light of all the high, heavy academic load you have or are you able to balance it? Um, I'm able to balance it okay at the moment because it's finding things that I enjoy to do and it might, like things I would have probably done anyways. But I think, yeah, I just think it's really good so far. That's good. Um, and I think one of the things too, and your year two students there, I'm sure would confirm this, is that uh, one of the really uh, things that happens in year one is you really learn to balance time. And I think uh, having the cast and then the academics and all the other things that go on, um, the a very common theme among students that have been through the IB is in the diploma program is uh, their ability to manage their time, which will, which will give them um, a lot of help as they get to university and, and everything else that they do in life. So uh, yeah, I'm glad that you're getting on that, starting on that road. Excellent. Uh, anything else that you would like to share, uh, Martha, about um, your experience with CAS thus, thus far? I would just say I think it's allowing me to definitely have the time and take the time to do what I enjoy to do. Um, and I think also to make it kind of easier, Extra College offers loads of opportunities for us, whether it be on our campuses or just places nearby. Okay, good. Thank you. Um, well, thanks all of you for your time today. I, I've kept you a little longer than I think we intended, but uh, a lot of folks to talk about things. Is there anything that anyone... Uh, Santina or any other student would like to share about uh, their uh, CAS experiences? It's, it's really nice on the IB um, as a whole kind of, I definitely obviously the core is international mindedness, 
But I think sometimes some of the other options of study in the UK don't give you the same opportunities to explore international communities. And um, I've really, I think through CAS as well, just being able to engage in ideas which are just are beyond my immediate kind of family or friendship groups, and just yeah. looking at a more wide scale is something that I've just really enjoyed throughout the diploma program. Well, that's good to hear because it's intentional and I'm glad you're experiencing it that way. That's good. Yeah, John, the, the IB um, is not a uh, very popular course on offer in Europe generally. It's, it's less popular than where you are, definitely. Okay. So for us to make, uh, you know, uh, to create awareness of the IB and the CAS program, um, it's important. So again, I, I've used this word several times, but I think it's it's a mission, and make it you know people out there aware that such a you know a wonderful diploma exists and uh, it can enrich um, students' life immensely. And um, within CAS, um, obviously, um, there the, the, the can be a reconciliation. With, with time to indulge in, in, in one's interests and just go back to to do things that we enjoy doing. So, right. yeah, this is all I wanted to say. Thank you very much for that. Well, I want to thank all of you for your time, like I said, and um, this is uh, really, it's fun for me to hear uh, how similar experiences can be for students all over the world with this program, but also how unique it is where you're located and how much the, the local region, the local uh, context plays in in how you approach uh, the same objectives that we ask students all over the world. So uh, thanks so much for your time, everyone. I just uh, I just am thrilled that we're able to speak to you today and uh, we're able to put this together. It's not easy to get uh, six high school students and a teacher together with someone who's uh, six hours away and we're trying to fit all this in. So thanks for taking time out of your Friday afternoon. Thank you for your time. All right. Cheers. Cheers, exactly. You can learn much more about CAS and other aspects of the IB Pre-K to 12 Continuum of Education using links in our podcast notes as well as on the IB website at ibo.org. The Exeter students have shared a handful of links in the podcast notes if you want to learn more about their school or projects they're working on. Now that we have over 110 IB Matters episodes covering a range of subjects, you can use our podcast webpage, which is organized by program and by topic. The link to the website is also in those podcast notes. Please find all of our episodes wherever you get your podcasts and hit subscribe so you don't miss any future programs. Join our over 4,000 followers on Twitter, now known as X, at MattersIB. Also, help us spread the word about IB by liking, sharing, and reviewing the IB Matters links in your own feeds and social networks. In our time on the air, we've been heard in over 175 countries, a testament to the global reach of the IBE.